Drive on lug nuts. Another crazy, luggy, and nutty adventure. And we might as well start it off with a three, two, one. Go with the green flags, and we are live for Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation of the 232nd podcast, which of course is Lug Nuts. Welcome, Motorheads. Wrong intro. <laughs> this week, Mazda buys time. GM recalls BMW innovates Jeep has a size comparison competition Clutchless manual Kia style Only in India And we're going to talk about the bat car And more we got a fully packed show for you this week. Stay tuned. We've got tons. Enjoy the show. Drive on lug nuts. Drive on lug nuts indeed. Right over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find the funny and lugginist right up here. And hit that play button and find, and laugh away. Just like last week's Triforce podcast. Hey, you guys. Goonies, go Google. As well as the last Lug Nuts podcast, Lego Lamborghini, Walk Faster Racing Stripes. We're going to walk faster right on over here to our first story. Our first story involves Mazda. Mazda Miata will survive. So uh, there were couple stories this week. One was they were talking about electrification. Uh, Mazda's going to go electric, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of, maybe? Kind of, sort of. 25% of its models will be fully battery electric. Oh, okay. 75% will be hybrids or PHEV technology by 2030. Partial low emissions vehicles, nice. When the electrification of the Miata, they kind of sort of went, maybe we'll do a hybrid. But here's the problem with the Miata. It's a lightweight sports car. Yeah. Batteries weigh a lot. Yeah. So. Well, especially when you're adding all those uh, electrical, um, you know, like uh, computers and stuff in there, you're going to be doing a lot of, there we go, Uh, you're going to be doing a lot of, having a lot of power draw in there. So you're going to need a decent sized battery to have everything uh, going. Yeah. Well, and with the batteries, they can't make it lightweight. I'd prefer they just stall until hydrogen shows up and then go with that i had a customer talk to me and he was like well where do you think it, the future's going do you think it's going you know electric do you think it's going I, i'm kind of thinking electric and i was like honestly i could see hydrogen because they just did a 24-hour race that we talked about like three we weeks ago or this week about hydrogen i'm Everyone's so excited going hydrogen and there we go look for that more but if you drive a chevy or a gm you're gonna want to listen to this next story oh boy we're gonna Oh, God. Oh, I meant to get rid of this. Uh, They're going... (laughs) This is the new... I meant to delete this. Uh, I I was really tired when I was doing this. So, (laughs) What would you believe? Surprise! (laughs) Hey, they're they're going with Ford engines and transmissions in the uh, postal (laughs) thing. Uh, The good for them. Yeah. So don't blame... uh, Don't blame... 
the U.S. Postal Service when your mail doesn't show up. Uh, so let's see what's in surprise for the next story. I Hopefully can't wait now. It's a recall. <laughs> so hotly anticipated Chevy Corvette. Uh, the Z08 all brace through. They're just going to delay it because they hmm. keep. They've sold them all for the next several years. They've sold them all, so there's a delay in getting new ones because they've sold them. So they're not going to be on then? No, they're not going to be on then. Okay. Uh, let's hope the next story is the recall. Uh, please tell me. Come on, whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop! No, yeah. This is hey, there we go. Because, uh, Chevy and GM, the uh, Camaro and trucks, or what they call SUVs, yes, are recalled due to an engine calibration issue. Okay. Various models from 2018 to 2021. Contact your dealer for more information. Okay. So calibration issues, obviously uh, performance in air intake calibration. So you're going to be wasting fuel. Yep. So you want to give them a ringy-ding-ding and see what we can get for this next story. Ah, I love it when a plan uh. comes together. <laughs> ah, this is the new Lexus. Right uh, Lexus is planning a new sports car, a okay. luxurious car called the Ook. Ook. It'll be a luxury rear-wheel drive sports car to join the RC, the RCF, and the LC Lexus team. It's a uh, it's basically a Toyota eighty six with fancy bits. Same exact two point four liter flat four, two hundred and twenty eight horsepower with hundred and eighty four torques. See, even in the little spy photo, it looks pretty much the same. The Toyota. I was looking for it. It's called the Ook. Ook, you see. Wow. Okay. You see is what they're calling it. Ook. It was not taken, uh, I guess. No shit. Really? Yeah, I think with copyright law, most of the good names, they've all been taken. That's was why. you taken? I don't think you want to call or, your car. Ah! I don't think you want to call your car ew. But Ook. Ook. You see. Perfectly fine. The luxury of Ook. Oh, what do you drive? Ook. I drive an Ook. Oh, wow. I didn't know you were so fancy. Well, if you want to get fancy, we can get fancy in this next story. It's all about Audi's minor mm. boost. Okay. So uh, just keep it on the, the uh, I don't, keep it on the other picture. Oh, not yeah, the battery. Well, let's just keep it on the car. So uh, Audi, this is their uh, crossover, whatever they call it. Uh, they're getting a minor boost in mileage from 204 in 2019 to 221 in, no, 222 in 2021. There you go. Helps if you read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with a forthcoming update, they're going to get a range boost with that 222 range of... It'll increase the 373-mile range because wow. they're going to use the engine cycles used in Europe, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to get up to 300 miles of range just by engine cycles or whatever electric cars go off of cycles. Yeah, you know, it's that magic, you know, to where you discover something that's going to really help you out, like what uh, Honda did with mm -hmm. the VTEC. Just yeah. controlling the cams and your oil pressure, gaining more horsepower. Something simple like that 
is really going to you know push you ahead as opposed to your competitors because you're thinking of that. Well, they say 373. The EPA says close to 300. So mm. what you'll get, who knows? But it's all probably based on your driving style. EPA, like, ranges for that. It, it is. It's not on point with what you're going to get. You either get more or you get less. It's really... It's the way so they come up with it is statistics. Like, yeah. everything. It's and the it, end of a statistical... So you can't treat it as Bible. Yeah. Obviously. But we have more about range in a bit. The, but as for now, I hate this site. But yeah. the uh, BMW is innovating. They're getting rid of, they use tungsten bits for all their machining. Yeah. They're going to recycle them. Really they, hard. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a great idea. Take them all, recycle them. You can use up to 80% of them. It's the hardest again. substance that you could use, I believe. And uh, they're also going to use 100% renewable energy. Okay. They use uh, uh, com- uh, natural gas. They build their plants on top of uh, landfills, I think. Okay. And they capture the all the all that. Yeah. gases bubbling up, and that's yeah. how they make BMWs. And as a final note, Europe is also tightening regulations, so it's probably it's not really no surprise. all their idea. Yeah, no, it's no surprise. You know, the regulations are going to really form. It's like a sausage, mm-hmm. you know? You have the sausage casing, and the meaty bits that you really want to eat is in the center, but it's that sausage casing which is regulating how it comes out. Yep, well, you know, but how would you like... Bratwurst, amazing right now. This next story. Probably better than it's Bratwurst. It's all about Bentley. Bentley, Benz, and Beamers. Uh, keep it here. On that, yeah, the uh, photo. So, Bentley is working with a tech company called LifeScore. They mm-hmm. are going to use an artificial intelligence to make new music for each drive. Hmm, human It will music. be a custom, constantly evolving soundtrack. It will collect data based on your driving, what the engine's doing in real time, how you're driving, how the tires are going, and they'll use music recorded at Abbey Road Studios. So Hang on, fast lane! Probably not that, right? Uh, they no. might not have that one, but you'll get... <laughs> A variety of stuff from the Beatles, Radiohead, Kanye, or Pink Floyd. Okay. That's honestly, yeah, you know. I mean, you'd think of something new outside the box, but if you can get a... Yeah, for the fast bits. In your Bentley? Yeah, that would be so great. You know, for some reason, I thought they were just going to do, like, classical, like, uh, what's the Wind Waker? Yeah, 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 yeah. How you're... The, when you moved the character, when you fought, the music changed. Yeah. No, that kind of... Yeah, that seems amazing. I mean, you know, especially you just hop in the fast lane. All right, fuck these people. <laughs> and then you just fucking blow past them. So the ultra-rich... Uh, this story annoyed me because he sort of emphasizes the ultra-rich get all these wonderful things and we have to suffer like... Puny dogs. I mean, they're so not the, the only people doing it. Sort of annoyed me. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. th- it, it's an interesting. It's feature. an interesting feature. I'd be interested to see 
if it lets the song play through, or it's going to be a bunch of clips based on the engine, and getting that right way halfway through, you got to add. I, I that would be really <laughs> sad if it's in a Bentley they get ads. <laughs> you know, like fuck, you should have upgraded to the ad-free package. <laughs> oh boy! Well, maybe we can get an ad-free package in this next story: the twenty twenty-two so. Infinity. QX60, mm-hmm. a mid-size luxury SUV with three rows, 3.5 liter V6 with 295 horsepower and one, 270 torques. Oh. So the front grill, you go down a little bit, we can look at this front grill, that picture there. Okay. It's, spo- the, it's supposed to look like the texture of origami. Do you see it? Have they ever done origami? I don't. I don't. I think they only have like one origami figure. Like I, in I don't between. know what they mean, but that's what it's meant to. Maybe just like paper, like. F- folded paper. They also just mentioned for that the piano key headlights. There's a, a more specific picture. Yeah, I, of g- I them. guess what they're Those going are the, for there are is three that. little sections. Yes. Um, uh, we got it has a bunch a, of pictures here, but quite a nice uh, down below. There's pictures of the inside if you exit out of this. Uh, what? The inside has the double. There's oh, a piano. That's key the piano lights. headlights right there. Yeah, piano key light. All right, there. I see that. Yeah, with the black right there. It's clever, I guess. I guess, but all right. And then we got the ooh. That is the uh, double quilted accents on the uh, dash and the seats. Not enough people go for a brown interior. That's the true. brown and black interior is so classic. That is so elegant looking, especially when you look at the stitching in the seats. Everything in in this just it it does scream just like that kind of luxury mm-hmm. interior. You know. Well, they have a twin display setup for a single 12.3 touchscreen, seven USB ports, Apple CarPlay, and the Android thing. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Android Go. You're, this year, if you buy this model over last year's, you're going to lose a little bit. Oh, I hit the. There's a mic in front of me. A little bit of cargo space. So you're not going to be able to fit as much in this year as you did last year. But that dash looks impressive. You know, you didn't need that much anyway. <laughs> it is a nice dash, I guess, for an Aircon right there. It's got a lot of uh, stuff in front. I don't like yeah. the touchscreen. No. They're, they're not going to lie. I don't touch screen Aircon, I'm not really. Especially on. in a Nissan. You know, you're getting into those hot states to where yeah. you're really testing your electrical components. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, in this next story, Jeep, we're going off-roading. And they're going to, di- they want to, oh, this key. No, there should be a Jeep story. There we go. Jeep. Jeep defends their title versus the Bronco. Uh, yeah, there we go. That one's fine. There is a nice one of it crawling over rocks somewhere. Hey, that, I like that photo. Yeah. <clears throat> They're having a new variation claiming it the best in-class off-roading benchmark. I mean, it makes sense, especially when you look at the Wrangler and, you know, the Recon 
When you go yeah. when you go to your dealer, you're going to want the Extreme Recon package. It adds one and a half inch lift kit, thirty five inch tires, seventeen inch wheels, a five point a four point five six to one axle ratio. You just walk in there and say Broski, and they'll give you one. It currently comes with a thirty three inch tires and a four point ten to one. Axle ratio. Okay. But that's not all. They made more changes. A 47.4 degree approach angle, 26.7 degree breakover angle, 40.4 departure angle, 12.9 inches of ground clearance, and the ability to go through 33.6 inches of water. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. This is that's why it's the perfect off-roading vehicle. And then you add a snorkel on there, you can go through fucking what however deep water you want. Absolutely. The Bronco has a clearance of 11 inches and Giggity. uh clearance approach uh uh ground clearance Approach, break over, and departure angles are 43.2, 26.3, and 37 point aught, respectively. Okay. So they're looking to show Ford how to stay in their lane, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to trust the off-road masters right there. Yes. And this next story is because I haven't said anything about Kia in a while. That's eh, probably for the you best. You know how much I like SUVs. But, Not very much at all. Yeah. I was just going to do the story because I haven't talked about Kia, but I like their clutch idea, so I'm going to talk about it. Right. This is uh, the Kia the Kia Sonata. Sonet? Sonata. Sonata. S-O-N-E-T. Sonet. Whatever. Sonnet. It's uh, another SUV, which is roughly like the Soul and the Hyundai Venture, and the Sportage is just a little bit smaller, so... I don't know why they're doing three cars that are basically the same, but... Yeah, it looks like a Sportage. They have two engine options, although I'm going to list three for some reason. They don't consider diesel, I guess. <laughs> diesel doesn't exist. A 1.2 liter 4, a 1 liter turbo, yeah. and a 1.5 liter diesel. Five-speed manual or a six-speed manual in India, possibly, Okay. India also gets a six-speed automatic for the diesel diesel engine, seven-speed dual-clutch automatic, and they also get the iTAC-MT clutch pedal-less manual okay. for the India market, which they introduced on the Hyundai Venture. Might as well test it down there. It's... Yeah, it's already out there. It's like a clutch, but you don't have the the, the pedal, especially with their with their streets. Yeah, you, know, you just you just have the uh, shifter as a it. benchmark. Like, let's try it here, and then go to like say New York City. Yeah, you'll know it will work because but it worked in fucking India. If it works in India, it'll work anywhere. I don't yeah. think they're gonna plan to take this round the world, but uh, if it can survive India, it's a good idea with uh, Kia. So no, they won't do it. Yeah, but you know what would be nice if you're out in the bush, something with hydrogen Rover. like Land Rover. I am so surprised you said that Land Rover yeah. and hydrogen. Really? Yeah, they like engines. Wow! And if you like things that break, you might like a Land Rover. <laughs> Wow. 
Okay. Maybe it'll make them more reliable if it's, you know, if it's hydrogen. Maybe. They use a fuel cell vehicle, F-C-E-V, meaning that it has hydrogen electric made by hydrogen. Mm, okay. So you have that hydrogen generating uh, generating engine, and then you still have the electric systems in the vehicle to make it a hybrid. It's just the engine is running off of hydrogen. That's and brilliant. If you are going way out, like uh, any of those uh, uh, Grand Tour, yeah, you're gonna want something that you can refill. Yeah, not this right now. No, no, not a lot no. of people have hydrogen on tap. There's not a lot of uh, stations yet anywhere. So yeah, no, a lot of it all around. None that you can actually use. Yes, but we have exciting news in this next story because we're gonna talk. About a Maybach concept car. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, oh, uh, this one. You, you, uh, get rid of the ad. Thank you. There's a picture of Batman down there with Hell the Hell, yeah. Michael Keaton is about to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne in the upcoming Flash movie. He will be driving. Yes. He has a lot of fans. Yes. Uh, if you go up... Or that may just be for the There's Maybach. a link for the actual car. Lower. See uh, it? Uh, yeah, right there. Hi. The Maybach 6 concept. Here it is. We have photos. Oh. I think it's a fantastic car, and it looks like something that Bruce Wayne would drive. Yes, I was about to say that. Absolutely it does. My God. Even if it was just the concept, he would be the type uh, that would buy the concept. Oh, God, no. no. It looks like the Batmobile, I think. I th it's great. That fucking hood. What? Oh, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what. Can you even in your that. car mechanic simulator mind? Can you imagine working on anything in that fucking engine bay? It could be like a Foose engine, and everything bolts off. Oh God, I hope so. That looks so. They only made one. It's man, it looks good with the top down, everything, yeah, and the hard top there. Oh my God, it does look like a Bruce Wayne car. But you I know? just had to cover this as Absolutely. our last. Story. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic, especially if it's good enough for Bruce Wayne. I think it's good enough for anybody, and they should put this right into production. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, man. But something happened recently, didn't it? Yes. I had a tragedy. My car broke. Mm. So it was a... Uh, that one right over there. Yeah, yeah. We, we, mm. I always thought it was an ugly vehicle, but you don't want to say it to the car. Not so, in front of it. Yeah, not in front of it. Turns out uh, it had a CVT transmission. It had the, not only that, it had the first CVT transmission. Yes, lots of squeaky with wheels squeaky there. Wheel it had it. the hardest ride ever. Oh, had about a hundred horsepower, and it was. It's not the car for you if you have hemorrhoids. Yeah, it's. Um, it was only worth about $6,000 with everything perfect. So when the transmission goes, the transmission is $4,000 and ain't nobody want to touch a CVT transmission. Aftermarket Buy transmission shops will not. I have I talked to a guy. Yeah. We work very closely with him at my job, and he said, I'm sorry, we do not even touch them. Yeah, I do have to say, on a personal note, I'm very disappointed in Nissan. Yeah. I just wanted three more years, and I'd get over a decade. Yeah, but, but what, 108 on it? 
Oh, yeah, I had a lot of miles on it. And technically, I, c- I knew the transmission was dying for a couple years now. And was, was it the huge bang? Gentle. Yeah, it was the very large, gigantic bangs I've been hearing. Uh, when hey, man, I, I don't think it's supposed to do that bang thing. It's fine. Ignore it. You just take off gentle. You know what? But I found that if I gunned it and just missed the first chain, it, there's no problem. So, that's so as I, long as it just... Get past that first little gear I also, ratio. I also drive about four miles up the road to work. So, and it, for those four miles, it got you those four miles in the end. It, it did let live for two years driving those four miles to work. Yeah. So they couldn't give me my car no. right away. So I got a rental car. They gave me the Chevy Spark. Let's look at some of those photos. And what I found. It's a decent little car. Uh, it's it's it has a four cylinder EcoTech one point four liter ninety eight horsepower engine. There are space for four, but what I found you can't run it with four. But there's wait space. for it. It has an astonishing twenty seven point two cubic feet of storage in this little thing. What do you I was astonished at the storage space in the back of this thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't haul a body, though, because the body's going to be too heavy. No, no, no. Well, you wouldn't be going very fast. <laughs> Remember that? Ep- we were talking about Grand Theft Auto 3 earlier. Remember that episode yeah. we had the trans- in the beginning? We had to transport the body? Yeah. This is what it would be in. You know we what? spark. We did talk about it not that long ago. We were talking about the most reliable car, and it did yeah. win. It did more reliable than this mic stand. It, it would. It was reliable. It's small. But it's reliable. It's, it's a solid small, engine. A solid, solid car. engine. You know. I mean, it 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 has its own allure. It starts at like twelve or thirteen with affordable. Nothing. It's affordable out the out all the over the parts. Apple CarPlay, all that stuff as well. It had a little pep for its size, even though it's got. Almost, you know, ninety-eight horsepower. It's enough that it'll still go. Get you through to where you need to go. To well, especially the shopping in uh, you know urban areas, suburban areas, you're going to have a lot more versatility out of this because one, you're getting the space and the cargo space that you need out of it, but you're also getting the small, compact vehicle like we see in the overhead here. Mm-hmm. So you can literally park anywhere. Oh, yeah. You don't have that problem like I have with my TL to where it's like, nah, not big enough. Especially if you have uh, on-street parking. Yeah. It's a tiny little thing. It'll fit fit in places that will annoy large And you have that backup camera right there. So you still sense where you're backing up to, which I really love. Teeny tiny little engine in there. But what I got... I wanted a Mazda Miata, but I wanted it for 300 a month, and he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and it is. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, the thing that I could get. But still, there it is. Mine's ah. in blue, which mm. is a fantastic color. Yes, it is. It has a normal, compared uh, this mm. car to the last one, it has a normal trunk space for its size, which I think is a huge trunk. Oh, yeah. 13.2 cubic feet. Mm-hmm. But that teeny tiny little spark has twice as much. It's it's 
Well, you're you're getting all of like the whole cabin. That's your storage space. I will say, that. I was probably impressed by the Chevy Spark because it had a gearbox that worked and worked like a traditional gearbox. Yeah, it wasn't like what you're used to with that Versa. Yeah, yeah. And with the Mazda, I don't have to be ca- as uh, gentle with it because it's a traditional six-speed gearbox. Exactly. They work. They're perfect. They're they wonderful. Do, they go with what works and what you're used to, and it, it, it doesn't take anything away from the car. Absolutely. Uh, 28 to 36 MPGs, which is better than I thought. 155 horsepower, 150 torques, four-cylinder engine, sky-active, G, two-liter engine. The lights and the grill. Or my favorite fantastic. part about this car. Because only it's just so beautiful. This one and the SUV, they got rid of one of their SUVs, the one that yeah. sells, I think, is has the GPS feature. Mm-hmm. It has like a low jack thing where you could track it anywhere in the world, yeah. start it, stop it. It's not like kind of like on if you remember OnStar is what yeah. I compared it to. They back were going in the day. Uh, they were big in the Chevy or no GM. Yeah, but it this is a, a total Mazda, so yeah. it's a fantastic little car, and like all Mazdas, it's got definitely enough power to get you through traffic for exactly. my four-mile commute. You got your Sky Active, you got your two-liter four-cylinder, a nice full-size SUV, very stylish. It is nice to see some of those features that I talk about every week, like yeah. the backup camera. Boy, is that thing useful. So jealous. I don't, I don't have to do one of these anymore. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Yeah. He's backing up. <laughs> you, you, yeah. still, you still got to look. Yeah. So. But you have your mirrors, and then you have your rear-view camera, so it's a lot more exact just by going with that to where that's one of the things, but you still have you have uh, like some of the driving assist features. Oh, yeah. the uh, It has the follow feature where you can follow someone at a certain distance. It yeah. has a alert. You could set it for like really far ahead, if, ahead and it'll... You gotta stop. Yeah, uh, it is. Some of the uh, follow features are a little annoying when you're on long. Most of my drive is just straight. Yeah, basically, when you're on those straight and you're following someone, uh, it likes to let you know that you're touching. Your <laughs> yeah, so it gets this thing and it beeps. Like, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here, here. Buddy. still here, still here. So. Yeah, but it's an impressive car, and I'm glad you got into a nice uh, Mazda, uh, reliable and all. So you're going to have to check this one out on the roads, as well as stopping into your local Mazda dealer to pick it up, because pick it's definitely a, a solid deal. today. Oh, yeah. It, it's a fantastic car, and lease on You and my, your uh, grandma, Miles. Yes, I, I discovered, I was, so when you go into a lease, you get only so <laughs> many miles. So I was worried that... I might go over. But then I did the math, and he does yeah. like 50, uh, like, what is it, like 5,000, like 700 was 5,700 was my highest. It was probably the end of the year that we moved here. Exactly. And we were running back and forth. Yeah. To where it's all, you don't have to go 12,000 or 15. You don't got to go that I might, far. I Just might go 10. I might need that extra miles, but I, I don't. I'm going <laughs> to. No, you're fine. If you, that, have, yeah. you could double your drive. Driving habits right now and still be fine. Yeah. Well, maybe not double. Almost double. I did go with the minimum miles. But if you're someone who doesn't have to drive a lot, lease is for you. Absolutely. You don't want to 
say get a lease and drive 89,000 miles <laughs> in your first three months. Yeah. You no, don't want to do that. It's a bad that, thing. Yeah. That's going to cost you a lot of money. So a if you can keep lot. the miles under control, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And I am so glad I didn't get the brakes fixed and the suspension uh, fixed. Yeah. That would have really pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Coming into it because, after that. Uh, it needed, it, it needed uh, drums. Yeah. Oh no, I know. It needed drums. Oh, yeah. It it needed it needed and by the time you get to the end of your drum brakes, especially when like Nissan and a lot of uh companies they went with drum brakes on the rear for years and you really those drum brakes lasted like the life of the first owner. If you yeah. really love the car and yeah. you never I have rarely if ever actually in my mechanical career replaced rear drum brakes and when i did it was on a work truck well a work truck would get a lot of work that's right that's oh i like right. this website right here pjandwh.com or if you want to be cute about it pjandwh.com and you're gonna find all the crazy luggy and nuttiness right up top here in our funniest moments as well as what we're going to take title this titular podcast of course you can always find us here on lug nuts every sunday streaming live as well as every thursday with the triforce podcast but of course it doesn't matter if you drive a nissan versa or a brand new mazda 3 nothing rolls without lug nuts gang we'll see you next week drive on it doesn't matter because your Nissan Versa will only go in reverse. By the way, reverse didn't break. Reverse was a great. He's like he's like I backed it all the way from the other dealership in reverse. I'm like, reverse works, pal. It may not stop very quickly. It's as hard as a rock. This chair had better suspension than that Nissan. Nissan, I'm very disappointed. In you. Please do better. I've moved to Mazda now. We'll see if I like it. I should. Damn it. Play on my time. Oh, yeah. Super crazy. Drive on, <laughs> on, gang. We'll see you next week as Big Brother passes the fuck <laughs> God damn it. Bye-bye. Play on my time. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. Uh, hi, gang. <coughs> so, first things first, the chocolate starfish is my man Fred Durst. And um, there. Boom. Okay. That's from uh, Limp Biscuit Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water, which is actually the title of an of a album. Yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to that. Obviously, they probably did a lot of LSD or something when they're uh, really fucking high when they made that name. Uh, something. But they did it all for the nookie. A lot like we want you to do it all to hit right here to subscribe. We want you to go ahead above Big Brother's head and find the very best Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers video for you. And right above my head, well, you're going to find every single lug nuts in a playlist. And, of course... Drive on, lug nuts. So, <sighs> <Fun. laughs>